Hello and welcome to The Slow Reader. It's Steve with you here, and this is a bonus episode, The Slow Reader at the Movies. Normally, I talk about books that I'm reading and review them, but uh, I wanted to do something different because I'm still reading some books. So it's been a while since my last bonus episode when I read a story from The Machine of Death. It's uh, That was about two years ago. I really appreciate that the editors, uh, Ryan North and David Malky, gave me permission to read that story. But today, I am not reading. I, uh, I am going to the movies. So this is the slow reader at the movies. When I first started the podcast, I tried to include what amounted to what else am I doing besides reading. And I've kind of shifted away from that, focusing on books. But I don't have any other outlets for talking about things like movies or TV shows. So that's really what this bonus episode is going to be about. Movies. So recently, the internet celebrated the 25th anniversary of The Rock, a 1996 action film starring Nicolas Cage and Sean Connery. In short, Cage and Connery must infiltrate Alcatraz to stop some bioterrorist, the leader played by Ed Harris. Before watching the movie, I read an extensive theory suggesting that Connery's character, John Mason, is actually James Bond, and that the movie is an unofficial entry into the Bond movie universe. I won't get into the theory, but suffice it to say there's a lot of research put into it, and it revolves on some exact dates from the Connery Bond films. I really enjoyed the film, watching it in bits and pieces, so I didn't see it all at once, It's not perfect by any means, but there are too many stylized slow-motion set pieces for my liking, and uh, Cage was pretty much his usual unhinged self, and Connery was also great as an older British spy brought in to help the FBI to stop the threat in San Francisco. But this got me to start in on the Connery Bond movies. I started with Dr. No. Previously, I had only seen From Russia with Love, which I liked, So, Dr. No is a bit refreshing. This is such a different movie from the Bond films that we get now, although Casino Royale takes a lot from Dr. No in retrospect, but uh, it's not to its detriment. It really feels like a spy movie, and Bond comes off as extremely capable on his own. He does what he does because he has to, and uh, to that point, I don't think he actually killed anyone in the movie unless it was necessary. And that's one of the lines. Uh, Honey Rider asks him, why did you do that when he kills uh, a random guard? And he just says, because I had to. Uh, I wasn't 100% clear on Dr. No's plot. Uh, other than that, it had something to do with the U.S. launching one of the Mercury rockets. But that actual plot point wasn't really very important to the movie. I mean, yes, that's what James is trying to sort out and stop, but it's not the why of the movie. I guess it's the MacGuffin. Uh, I liked it. I just rated it a bit low for some bad editing and acting in places here and there. And I realized it was filmed on a low budget, which I think must have all been saved for the final sequence on Crab Key Island. Uh, But parts of the film suffer for it. So that one I gave, uh, I think, three stars out of five on Letterboxd. I also watched From Russia with Love on my way through the Connery films. Um, I've seen this movie before. I watched it after I played the GameCube interpretation of that movie, but I only remembered bits and pieces. And one part that I forgot for sure was the motorboat escape at the end of the movie. Um, that one, uh, I that was completely new to me. I did not remember it at all. Interestingly, though, both Dr. No and From Russia with Love 
have uh, an ending with the boat at the end. In a boat at the end, I should say. So watching this one right after Dr. No, I made two observations. First, there's a noticeable jump in quality, primarily in visual and sound editing. And that there was only a year between the releases, so that's, uh, that's quite the jump. And um, second, while Bond still relies on his wits in this film, we get the first standard issue gadget from Q Branch, which is the briefcase. And the briefcase has a whole bunch of hidden things in it, uh, some tear gas that fires if you open it the wrong way, that kind of thing. Apparently, it's a standard issue briefcase for all agents in the field. The interesting thing about this movie is that while Bond's primary mission in the film is to retrieve the Lecter device, it intersects with a very basic mission from the villains, uh, Spectre. They want to kill Bond in revenge for Bond killing Dr. No in the previous film. And it really struck me that the plot was so basic. Spectre wasn't interested in holding any countries for ransom or world domination. They just wanted Bond dead. And I think some of the side benefits were to reignite tensions between Russia and Britain. I, I'm, there's a bit of subtlety in there, but mostly it was just, we want to kill Bond. Of the two movies I've seen in order... So far, I think From Russia with Love is the superior movie, and I gave that one uh, three and a half stars on Letterboxd. And currently, I'm about 45 minutes into Goldfinger, and uh, it seems like the budget for the films was increased by quite a lot. I don't have a full review of this yet, but this seems to be where Bond dives head-on into the camp territory. Uh, if it's not when Bond sees someone with a knife in a reflection from a girl's eyes... It's the Aston Martin outfitted with machine guns and an ejection seat. Uh, When I'm done watching the Connery films, I think I will compare my ratings to the popular ratings and see how they compare. So far, I feel like Goldfinger might be one of the more popular films, but of what I've seen, I, I like it a little less. The other thing I'm conscious of is how extreme a womanizer Bond is in these films. I mean, I don't mind the flirting with Moneypenny, but he sleeps with almost every woman he comes across, though that didn't quite happen in Dr. No. Uh, I do find it a little bit distracting and kind of unrealistic. Well, thanks for listening to me talk about movies. Next time, I will continue talking about books. So far, I have started reading The Lost World as well as The Art of the Mandalorian, and I'm sure I will have at least one more book to cover in the next regular episode. Thank you, as always, for listening, and until next time.